Hey everyone, on September 17th, 2022, we put together an amazing event, the Green Summit, where we brought together leaders in business, tech, and finance to share their vision for a sustainable future. We have a special episode right now because this is one of those presentations from the Green Summit. If you're interested in attending another Green Summit, go to green-summit.org. Welcome to the Green Podcast. My name is Dylan Welch. I'm the CEO of green.org and Dylan Welch Media. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the biggest names and leaders in renewable energy, clean technology, and sustainability so that you can stay up to date with the latest trends and everything that is happening in this world. Not only that, you'll get some action items for your life so that you can apply some amazing things and make your world a better place as well. Let's get the show started. Guys, we've got Oliver Walker-Jones here, head of communications at Joby Aviation, and I want to show you guys how cool this is what they're working on. So this is Oliver. That's very cool. And this is their technology right here. So Oliver, tell us a little bit about Jovi Aviation and what this is. So um, Elinda just said, you know, we, we need to pick one thing that we can change in our lives day to day, change something about the way that we operate professionally or personally. And I'm going to offer you one chance to do that with this, which is an eVTOL aircraft. That's an electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. It's basically a helicopter, but it's not. So it's all electric, zero operating emissions. It takes off vertically, like a helicopter, and then transfers into a forward flying aircraft, like a normal aircraft. It's got a wing, you can see there. And then when it gets to its destination, it returns to an aircraft that goes up and down, and it lands again. It flies 150 miles, has four passenger seats, a pilot up front, uh, flies at 200 miles an hour, and hopefully it's going to change the way that we live and travel. Amazing. How cool is that, guys? Seriously, when Joby said they were going to come up here, I was like, yes. All right, so... Oliver, tell us a little bit about you and your background, because I know you've worked in this space for quite some time. So how did you get into it? So I, um, my, my introduction to sustainability came um, relatively early in my career when I accepted a job. They were like, hey, we, we need a head of communications. I'm like, cool, I can, I can do that. Uh, and I joined this company, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're also going to be the head of sustainability. Um, and I didn't know that when I accepted the job. And I turned up day one, and it was a cement company. And the thing is, cement companies, <laughs> not sustainable. Um, so cement is terribly bad for the environment, costs a huge amount of energy to make. Uh, it's also boring, gray, cold, uh, ugly, um, and lasts forever. And so, um, but what it did was kind of pique my interest into how we can do things a little bit differently. So we had a, we had a line of green products, but what it really set off in my heart was a way um, to have a professional impact where we could change the environment. And so I, I, I went off after that to follow my passion, which was aviation. And I took a role with Rolls-Royce. Rolls-Royce make their ginormous jet engines you see on the passenger jets that take you on vacation. Um, and it's really exciting. They make tons of noise and they burn all the dead dinosaurs. You know, it's like super fossil fuel. Um, and then one day there kind of came, there came a, new, a new version of flying that was uh, emissions-free. And it's super, super close to reality. And so I took, the, I took the opportunity to step across into the startup world. Uh, I moved to Germany. I worked for a company doing something similar. And then I came to the US to work for this company. And so the idea is that we take travel and flight as we know it, and we utilize new technology, much of which was developed for like the EV car industry, and we turn it into something that we can use to fly. Amazing. That's, that's super cool. So how did you get started with Joby Aviation? Like, what was that process like? 
<laughs> well, honestly, uh, I was working at a competitor, and I, I had an email from somebody uh, at the company who said, hey, do you, you want to like, you know, will you consider coming over to the States and working for us? And uh, my answer was yes. Um, it's a startup, right? The startup world's interesting. It's a little bit choppy. Um, Joby is based up in Santa Cruz. Um, our founder, Joe Ben, uh, has lived up there his whole life. He founded the company up in the Redwood. He lives up in the Redwood Forest up above Santa Cruz. It's super beautiful. Um, and he's been running the company in stealth mode for like 10 years now. Well, it's 13 now, but we're in stealth for 10. Um, and basically, my opportunity was to come join the company just at the point they were coming out of stealth. Um, and introduce the technology to the world. And that's what kind of made me passionate was like, how do you take a product that nobody knows what it is, nobody's ever seen it before, they don't know how to use it, and how do you make that both attractive and acceptable to the public? So, kind of a funny story. I was like, Oliver, would you be able to bring down the Joby for the Green Summit? And he was like, yeah, no, sorry, we can't do that. Uh, maybe next year. But <laughs> So, what's sort of the day-to-day -day life like at Joby? Because I know you're a startup. You've got the prototype. It's being built. So, what's sort of like happening right now in this day and age at Joby? Thank you. Um, so we, uh, we've been going at it for a long time, right? Uh, we listed on the New York Stock Exchange last year. We have 1,300 people. So yeah, we're a startup, but we're, we're growing pretty quick. And the idea is that we get this technology to market as soon as possible so that people like you and people like me can have a go. Um, and so what we do today is we, uh, we develop this aircraft. We have it. I mean, that's a real, that's a real aircraft in that picture. Uh, we fly it. We fly it pretty much every day up at Marina. So if ever you're kind of hanging around uh, near Monterey and you pop up to Marina, you can see, see it flying every day. The idea is we need to get it certified. So the FAA have to say, yeah, this is safe. It's like a commercial jet that you would get on, um, and it's ready for customer use. And that's kind of our number one mission is make sure we have an aircraft we can use. And then second, from my perspective, which is kind of the other key thing that we do as a business is like, how do we make sure that there's a market for it, that, that people understand how to use it, that they want to use it, that we have the opportunities in the world to use it? So you work in as a head of communications. Um, this is obviously an event where you know, we're using communications, we're using digital media, people are streaming this around the world. Where do you kind of see the importance and sort of the combination of communications and sustainability happening? So I think the, what, we, what we have to be very careful of in the world is like you know, coming up with solutions to problems that don't exist. Um, and it's, it's kind of easy to do. Um, and you can spend all your life working on something. But, so the communication element of this is, the first time you say it, you're like, hey, I work in flying taxis, and everyone goes, wow, cool. It's like the Jetsons in real life. Um, and, and then people kind of go through a, a thought process of like, but okay, but well, how do you get on it? Where does it land? Does it, does it land in my house? Does it land in the garden? Um, and the answer is actually, in reality, certainly for the first, I don't know, five or ten years of service, it's going to be landing at like a heliport or, or a dedicated facility downtown. Um, but kind of helping the world to have that conversation about what you do with it and how you use it, that's really important. And hey, there's an acceptance point here. If I, if I told you that we were going to build a, a landing pad for this um, in the middle of the student campus and it's going to have 20 flights an hour coming through and everyone looks at it, they're like, oh no, that's like a helicopter. That's like, it's, it's not really safe, it's, it's super loud, it's going to disrupt students. We're like, well actually, it's quiet and it's environmentally friendly. It's like super quiet. You should listen to it on YouTube uh, if you get the chance. Um, and it's much, much safer than a helicopter. So 
it's about having those conversations that let you develop the technology because it's entirely possible that people, particularly in the modern world, kind of stop an idea or kill an idea before it's given an opportunity to thrive. And so what we're doing is creating the right environment for people to support it. And that's kind of why we're here, right? There's a whole bunch of people who uh, understand what the potential for the technology could be. We're hoping that you're going to be early adopters. You're going to come back in three years or so and, and actually kind of be amongst the first people to champion and use it um, and fly wherever it is you want to fly from here. There we go. Well, if you think back, say, 15, 20 years, you know, electric vehicles, um, it wasn't really a thing. No one really expected it to be where it is today. And now electric vehicles are everywhere. Um, is that kind of where you're seeing this technology to be in the next 5, 10 futures? Like, where do you see Joby Aviation going in the next 5, 10 years, would you say? So I think that's, that's totally right, right? EV cars didn't really exist until, you know, when, when I learned to drive, not, well, not a thing. Um, and then slowly but surely, they've kind of, they've accessed the market, people have picked up the technology. I actually still can't afford one. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of close. I, I moved to America a few, uh, a few months back, and uh, I, was, I told my wife, I was like, hey, we're going you know, to be all Californian and buy a Tesla, um, which I thought was really exciting, but then it turned out we couldn't afford one. Um, <laughs> not even a second-hand one. Um, but the adoption curve is, is pretty steep on EV technology with cars. And I tell you what, when I learned to drive, you know, however many years ago it was, people would have told you that electric cars were not a thing. It was never going to be widely um, pursued. And we have that same conversation every day in aviation. You know, it, it's a relatively, um, you know, th there's a lot of history in the aviation sector in hell. I, I know an awful lot of people who work in it in the, in the old side of the industry. And every conversation I have is like, oh, that's Oliver. He's the wacky guy that went to work at the, the startup with the crazy electric things. Um, and I'm hoping, and I'm pretty confident, um, that one day we'll look back at this in like 10 years' time and be like actually seeing that same adoption curve. Um, the difference probably uh, with EV cars is that the transition to using EV cars was simpler because you know, we started with cars and we made them electric. So we kind of already knew how cars worked and where to put them, and we had garages we could put them in. Um, but these kind of aircraft, what were, you know, it, it's not replacing your flight to the East Coast. It's not replacing your vacation trip to Hawaii. In fact, it's not necessarily replacing anything that you might otherwise do, except kind of like a mass transit trip, or you know, I, I live up in the Bay Area and we fly, for example, you can go from San Francisco to Lake Tahoe with this. And that's a journey that would take you three, four hours by car that we can do in less than an hour with the aircraft. Um, if you're going from JFK Airport into Manhattan, that's a journey that can take you an hour and a half in an Uber that we can do in seven minutes in flight. And so it's kind of, it's offering you new opportunities to travel, new ways to think about how you travel. And we hope over time that it actually starts to change the way you might even consider living. So, you know, I, I was just chatting with, 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 the next, uh, with the next presenter over here, uh, and she was telling me she relocated to San Diego during, during COVID, right? And so we all have a different relationship with offices and where we work and how we work. And yeah, how about if you only needed to go to the office once or twice a week, you could live 150 miles away and it still be a very reasonable commute. And that can change house prices, it can change your lifestyle, it can change the time you spend outdoors, and we, we hope it's gonna have a really profound impact. Very cool. Well, we have some exciting news. The next thing we're raffling off is actually a Tesla. So, no, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> next year, next year we'll fly over in Joby Aviation to so the Green Summit, we'll raffle off a Tesla. Um, Oliver, as we kind of wrap things up, what's one call to action that you would like to give to our audience today? How can we get involved? How can we support you guys? So I would say uh, two things. First, um, please tell your friends. Please have a look. Please engage in the conversation. When you see this as an opportunity, um, talk to people about it. Have a look at our YouTube. Share it. 
make sure more people hear the news about what it is we're trying to do. And then just kind of imagine, you know, don't, don't be held back by your own imagination. This is transportation that is only a few years away. It's real, and you're going to be able to fly on it in, in a number of years. And actually, it's just the beginning, because what comes after electric is hydrogen. And hydrogen gives us an opportunity to do much, much more. So I'm going to fly back to San Francisco today. Uh, it's, it's genuinely a decade from when we're going to be able to make that whole journey emissions-free. Amazing. Well, let's give it up to Oliver. He came out here from San Francisco today to share with us. How cool is that, guys? This is what the future is going to look like right now. Oliver, thank you so thank much you. for being here. Appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode. My name is Dylan Welch. Appreciate it. As always, stay up to date with the latest information on green.org and dylanwelch.com. Dylan Welch Media is a full-service media and communications agency dedicated to promoting marketing and helping businesses in clean tech, renewable energy, and sustainability grow, get more clients, get more customers, get in front of their ideal clientele. If you have any more questions, feel free to reach out. If you're interested in joining the Green Summit, go to www.green-summit.org. Reserve your ticket today. There's very few spots left, so make sure you get on that ASAP. Thank you and have a great rest of your day.